0: Good evening ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of A Good Drop, where every other week or so we travel around the world to meet one of the founding fathers of beer, the guys that invented Pilsner.
1: Yes, I am very excited to try a Pilsen Pilsner, the OG Pilsner, and that's what we have in front of us today and we'll be telling you all about that and more.
0: The Rigi Didge. I'm Stu. I'm Michael. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Okay, so we're back and we're going to open with a joke, which we never do, but we're going to. No, don't, leave, don't
0: leave with back, just jump into the joke. Yeah, okay, just straight up. Yep.
1: Okay, so, two roadies are in a bar in Eastern Europe having a drink together, and one says to the other, This beer is delicious, it's a Czech one. And the other one says, Really? This is a Czech one too.
0: <laughs> Brilliant. Love it. <laughs> Yes, we are talking about Czech beers, the and like we said in the intro, the OG, the guys that invented Pilsner, the very first. We're actually drinking the uh, very first Pilsner.
1: Yes, the Pilsner from Pilsen that was made by the people of Pilsen, and there's a, there's a whole long story to that, but let's go back to before it. Let's jump in our way back machine and go right back to the beginning of beer... In the Czech Republic, because man they've been drinking it for a while mm.
0: for over a thousand years,
1: yeah, exactly, and uh, recent evidence that was uh, discovered suggests that there was a brewery at the Brevnov monastery in Prague in nine ninety three a d
0: yeah, just and over a th- just just over a thousand years ago
1: Yeah, and um, what's really interesting about all of that Is that they had actually been growing hops even longer With hops having been cultivated in Bohemia
0: as early as
1: 859 AD well, Yeah, And that they were exporting their hops
0: So they must, they must have already known what they were good for 'Cause on their own they smell extraordinarily strong. They're super oily. The smell lingers on anything they touch. And so obviously it must have they must already have known that it made beer better.
1: Yeah, and they knew they had good hops. Mm. Clearly, because they were exporting it, and other people knew they had good hops.
0: They were buying it. Yeah. Um the city of Brno had the right to brew beer from the 12th century while Pilsen and uh Cesky uh Buddejovic Bode, B- Buddejovic i think that's how you pronounce that one Well, are sorry the this is a hard language to decipher <laughs> um they had breweries in the 13th century so they these places like the Czech Republic has already been brewing for a very long time before uh, Pilsner came around.
1: Oh, yeah. And before they began brewing on a commercial scale, it wasn't even legal to brew for other people to begin with. In the beginning, you could only brew for personal or family consumption. And so almost every family had their own microbrewery at home.
0: Mm. And And it's not that hard to do, really. I mean, it's probably... It was probably a bit harder to do, to get right back then, or maybe we're just a bit more pedantic now. Yeah,
1: but uh, what does slowly lead us to this pilsner is that eventually groups of citizens banded together and founded co-ops, basically, where they pulled all their stuff into one big place where they could cooperatively brew in one location where they were still technically taking it home they would take beer extract from this big place where they were making enormous amounts in one go and then take it and finish it at home so they still weren't breaking the law technically because it wasn't (laughs) beer yet Mm. and later in the 13th century And I know there's a bit of a gap there. And in between, the government said, well, I guess monasteries can brew. Mm. They can have their own breweries on site and sell stuff because it's fair for the church to be able to make itself some money and be self-sufficient. And they allowed that. But other people were not allowed to brew for love of the beverage or profit. Until the 13th century, when King Winslas, who some say is good, potentially good King Winslas, you might call him, (laughs) <laughs> convinced so, the pope so this is
0: where the uh this is where the carol came from
1: yes and he convinced the pope to revoke an order that banned the brewing of beer in bulk outside the monasteries mm. cuz that was that was a church thing and after that all of these co-ops went right now we can sell to other people <laughs> and that's what they began doing
0: yeah but even even now there's not there's lots of microbreweries. There's not the for I mean, for such a small city there is a lot of industrial sized breweries in Prague.
1: Yeah. And it's a lot less than there used to be because history really took a big stick to the Czech beer industry. Mm. There were some times when the whole country changed hands and things went sideways and the beer industry suffered.
0: Yeah. Well, the beer industry always seems to suffer because alcohol is used in industrial applications and not for drinking. So, distilleries get usurped or seconded. Uh, beer, Beer makers, breweries get shut down and the copper and metal gets used for war machines. It's not a fun time. Everyone's too sober. Yeah. At least everything's making a comeback. As as of a couple of years ago, there's about forty breweries and brew pubs. The oldest among them being uh U Fleku I think I have no idea. Uh which was founded in about fourteen ninety nine.
1: Yeah, that is old is it? Got blown up during a war, and then got rebuilt again, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Well, I guess, while we're talking co-ops, and talking about the 13th century or so, it was around that time that a co-op in a town called Pilsen noticed some new brewing techniques being used in Bavaria. Mm. And they decided to use them themselves, but in a different way, with different hops.
0: Yeah. Well, they initially started doing it the same way, but they realized that the, it didn't taste the same. And it, you know, had too much of this, too much of that. So they modified the recipe and out came Pilsner.
1: Yeah, and there's a little blurb on these OG Pilsner bottles we're looking at here, the Pilsner Okel, And it says, in 1842... The Citizen's Brewery of Pilsen brewed the world's first golden pilsner and never stopped. We make it in the same way, in the same place, with 100% of our ingredients from the same farming regions in check, as always.
0: Hmm. And that's like... uh... That, that's a, a not very fair description of it because it's so much more interesting than that.
1: Yeah, it, it makes it sound quite faffy when yeah. it's actually something far more exciting.
0: Yeah. So it was first, uh, it first originated, Pilsner first originated in the city of Pilsen, where in 1942, the citizens of Pilsen were unhappy with the quality of the of the local beer, and decided to build their own brewery, Burger Brewery, Citizens Brewery, and would later become Pilsner Urkel. Urkel. You accidentally said
1: 1942. Sorry, 1842.
0: <laughs> 1942 was not a good year. <laughs> yes, 1842, I stand corrected. Um, it was eventually bought by a Bavarian... Oh, they eventually brought a Bavarian brewmaster, Josef Grohl. That name sounds familiar. Not... not uh, Was it Dave Grohl? Dave Grohl, yes. Because
1: yeah. he's uh, a drummer slash guitarist slash singer.
0: Slash everything else. Yes. Decent father, apparently. Mm. Um, Josef Grohl. So, they did... Yeah. I remember reading some of this when in our Pilsner episode, which... So there's a little bit of crossover to that one if you guys haven't heard it yet.
1: Yeah, because they said, well, it's all well and good to be trying to use these Bavarian techniques, but let's use a Bavarian.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They The initial idea was to create a Bavarian-style lager, but the use of Czech ingredients influenced the, um, the original recipe and a new style was born.
1: And a fantastic style of that, and one that has spread the world. I mean, finding an actual... Check Pilsner was not an easy task. There is a lot of Pilsner style beer about in Australia.
0: Yeah. Well you can you can find Pilsner everywhere. You can find it in the, the sticks of Indonesia. With uh, with Bintang. <laughs> but uh, it's nowhere near the same. On that note though, I'm eyeing this off. I really want to taste yeah, it. Yeah, I think we should. See see how it compares. See how the OG compares with all the pills that we've had over the years. Cheers. Cheers. Mm, that's nice. It tastes like a... Uh, it tastes like a lager It tastes like a European or a German or a Bavarian lager But lighter Yeah Lighter I mean, and a little more beery
1: That's exactly what I was thinking The yeah, That's exactly what I was thinking The very first thought that popped into my head When I tasted it Was the old Cult and cold commercial Made from beer <laughs> Because this very much tastes like a beery beer yeah, but not overtly. Not in a "oh, the flavour is too strong" kind of way. Yeah, yeah. Just in a "yes, that's a beer, and my goodness, it's pleasant."
0: Mm. Yeah, it's a little bit. It's a little bit bitter. It's very, very light on the palate. Very nice and fizzy. But you know, small bubbles, mm. not large bubbles like you might see in a um ale yeah
1: though i i also feel as though it has more of a hoppy flavor than you might get from say a bintang
0: uh yeah it's it's got a lot of flavor but, it, but it's not um like forcibly complex like Your current craft beers, for example.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, this is definitely... where It's like... It's a classic. Yes, exactly. It's like an old-fashioned or anything else from... You know, the older periods where... It's not trying to be too complex. It's just trying to be good.
0: Yeah. Or not trying to be interesting. It's trying to be... Trying to be good. I think. Yeah. Because I... I know the craft beer. Craft brewers work really hard to make their beers interesting, and a lot of them are. A lot of them are also fantastic, but they're really busy on your tongue, and so you get a bit. I get a bit tired from drinking craft beers all the time, and this is this is a beer that I could I could drink for for weeks or months and not get tired of it because it's just good.
1: Yeah, there's not too much going on. It's there's not too much going on. It's really refreshing.
0: Mm. Yeah, shame it's winter here. <laughs> yeah, it's still very pleasant. It's a little bit
1: humid. There's there's a storm coming, so it's a little mm. bit humid. So it's still okay. Yeah, it's not like we're drinking an ice cold pills now on a cold winter's day, though. You know, for those of you playing at home, a cold winter's day here is still only about twenty degrees Celsius.
0: Right. Well, it's sometimes. Um. Could be worse. We could be drinking uh, mulled wine on a on a hot summer's day. Remember, remember yes. when we drank the Swedish glug, and we were sweating oh, with yeah. the air conditioning on. Yeah, because the, the time <laughs> of
1: year was all wrong for drinking that. But uh, not where our listeners are. The things we do for you, dear listeners. The things <laughs> we do
0: for you. Yeah. Um. We should have gotten a, another Pilsner now that I think about it, just to compare the OG mm. with the with the it's current a current one, Yeah. Uh it doesn't matter. But yeah, um I like it. Yeah, so do I. Would drink it again. It wasn't that expensive either, was it? No, I don't recall it being that expensive. Mm. Cheaper than the uh the average craft beer, that's for sure.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Now, before we get too carried away with this beer, we should talk about some other styles because it's we're not just talking about Pilsner.
1: That's correct. We've got a whole episode dedicated to that. Yeah, <laughs> We're talking about Czech beer specifically.
0: Yeah, which includes Pilsner.
1: It does. Mm-hmm. Because uh, they make a lot of styles there.
0: Yeah. Um, so, a style called uh, C- Cerna Hora is produced in the namesake municipality and in the oldest brewery in Moravia that dates back from 1530. The beer comes in several different varieties, all which are all produced with traditional techniques and methods that have been present present in the area from the 13th century. Uh, basic varieties include clean and hoppy light beers and moderately dark moderately bitter dark beers. Pretty good. I drink that.
1: Yeah, and of course they make a lot of the Bavarian styles there. Mm. They they were definitely influenced by the Bavarians over the years,
0: for sure, and for sure, and um, also believe it or not, they had the original Budweiser because they have a, a town called Budweiser.
1: Yeah, and as always seems to happen, when something does well, a big company buys it out.
0: Yeah, well, no, that's not how it works. There's a... a um, sorry, Seske Budaevich is the, the town that makes the Budweiser beer, or Budweiser Bodvar uh, for centuries, it's known by its German... The city of Seske Buddejewik was for centuries known by its German name, Budweis. Brewing is recorded in the city since the 13th century, and um, the oldest brewery in the world uses the term Budweiser when referring to its beer. Um, and in eight, But in 1860, 1876, the US brewer and user Bush began brewing began making a beer which it also called Budweiser. This led to the Budweiser trademark dispute between the beer companies claiming trademark rights to the name in the EU the Buovs Budvar <laughs> uh, is recognized as a product with project- protected geographical indication. The uh, designation origin, designation, de- designation of origin stuff. Um, and, uh, but Budvar is sold in the US and Canada under the label Chechvar, and An- anheuser Bush sells its beer as Bud in most of the European Union. Uh-huh. So they sort of agreed to disagree. Which right is annoying because Budweiser is was there first. But well, yeah, there's a whole yeah, town but, there.
1: Budweiser is centuries older than Budweiser.
0: Yeah, go figure.
1: Yeah, but which one was in America first, and that's why they get the trademark there.
0: Yeah, and um, I think there's a couple of brands that have done that, just got in first, like the. Uh, yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's all decent beer.
1: Yes. Yes, let's not get too far into that, but let's talk about how much beer the Czech drink, because (laughs) it is ludicrously, ludicrously cheap there. Mm. But we'll get into how ludicrously cheap after mentioning that they do drink the most beer Per person in the world Yeah In fact, on average, each person in the Czech Republic consumes 188.6
0: litres of beer per year Uh, That's that's around about 30 litres a month No No 3 45 litres a month of beer.
1: Yeah, so wow. comparatively, the second highest per capita country is Austria, at 107.8 litres per year.
0: Wow, that's a hell of a jump. Yeah, isn't it just? Wow. That must come down to how absurdly cheap it is. Oh
1: yeah, exactly, because it costs something like 14 kroner for
0: a beer there, and that's... And a- what is that in freedom units?
1: It works out to, I think it's about 50 US cents or about 85 Australian cents.
0: Wow. That's...
1: And it's also about 48p if you're in the UK. Yeah.
0: Far out. That's, yeah, cheaper than... You can't buy a drink for that cheap in Australia.
1: It's cheaper than bottled water. You can't buy anything that cheap. Yeah. You can't buy a chocolate bar for that.
0: Not unless it's on sale. Yeah. Yeah. Heavily discounted. Mm.
1: (laughs) But what interested me, and I know this is slightly off topic, but Mm. the rest of the highest beer-consuming countries don't even come close. Like, number three is Romania at 100.3 litres per person per year, Mm. and then Germany at 99. Really? And then, to top out the top five, Poland at 97.7.
0: Huh. Where, and where's Australia in this?
1: Australia comes in 17th oh. <laughs> at 75.1. Huh.
0: I thought we drank a lot more than that.
1: Yeah, so did I. But um, the US is 20th oh, at wow. 72.7 there you go. litres per year per person. And um, for our listeners in the UK, you're 23rd <laughs> at 70.3 <laughs> litres. We're all around the same area. At New Zealand, 27th. Huh. At 61 litres per person per year. (laughs) And then Canada, 36th.
0: Yeah, getting down there.
1: 53.3 litres per person per year. Yeah, wow. How about that? I'd have thought the Canadians would be more than that, but I guess this is beer specifically.
0: True. They might drink a lot more spirits up there because of the temperature. Yeah. Hmm. There you go. How fascinating. Yes, that, I thought that was very interesting. I thought we would be much higher up on the on that chart.
1: Well, so uh, the, the Irish were. <laughs> Ireland was higher up. I, I didn't take note of the exact position. It was higher than Australia. Yep. But it wasn't top five.
0: There you go. There you go. Um.
1: So, so bottle caps, because this is our first time drinking the OG Pilsner. True. How many bottle caps would you give this Pilsner a From Pilsen,
0: let me just have another sip. Swill it round my mouth for a bit, lo- a bit longer. Um, oh, I would rate this pretty highly. It's a classic. It's got, um, it's mild in all the flavours that someone would find challenging for a new drinker. And full of full of nice flavors without being too complex, so it's going to be enjoyable no matter how drunk you get. Mm, true. Um, I don't know. I think I think I'd rate this about at an eight and a half to nine, L- losing out a little bit because, like I said, it's not terribly complex.
1: I guess the real question is: Are you rating against beer or are you rating against pilsner?
0: Beer in general. Should I I I haven't had Pilsner in a long time and the well, last, neither
1: have I, so it makes it tricky to rate against
0: Pilsner. Yeah, the last Pilsner I had, I'm pretty sure, was Bintec.
1: Mm. This is yeah, miles, miles apart
0: from from that. It but it's really good, it's easy to drink, and it's not very expensive. So there they're three wins in my books.
1: Oh yeah, it's easy to drink, it's refreshing. it, it is a classic. Yeah, and you can't beat the real thing. Mm. That's that's for sure. And I, I would probably rate it about the same, about an, an eight, eight and a half.
0: Gotta be that half point less than just me. Just for
1: <laughs> Just for yes. It 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 lacks complexity, but it doesn't need it. Yeah. Because what it does, it does very,
0: very well. Exactly. I agree. But like it it's great but it doesn't wow me. I suppose is the only way to put it. But it wasn't that wasn't the point. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's about you drink it and you go, that is really nice, really refreshing.
0: Yep, I'll have another. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you toss the glass at the ground and shout, Another. Yeah. And then someone looks at you strangely. I
0: I've, I've started saying that when people knock their glass over <laughs> Instead of saying taxi, I've started saying another. (laughs) It gets a laugh out of some people. Others, like you said, get some weird looks. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I haven't got anything else. What about you?
1: Yeah, no, I I think that's it. So, time for the plugs. Hmm.
0: So, if you liked what you heard, everyone, be sure to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. We are a good drop... All about alcohol on your favourite podcast app, including Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Play, uh, Podbean. I think we're on Verbal now as well.
1: Are we also on Deezer?
0: Probably. If we're not, let us know. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah. Yes, and uh, you can find us on the social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram as a good drop podcast. Yep.
0: And if you want to check out our giant library of previous episodes, jump on our uh, website, agooddrop.com.au. Or if you've got any comments, questions, suggestions for future episodes, or if you have a favourite pilsner, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email to agooddrop@gmail.com. at gmail.com.
1: And be sure to tune in next time when we do another wine region comparison episode and talk
0: about Shiraz from different regions. Hmm stay tuned till next week to find out which regions we pick again yes different
1: countries all it'll be exciting
0: I'm looking forward to it because like like last time there was such a huge difference in flavour between the same grape and you know how much was it down to style versus uh, actual region
1: well exactly and there was something that happened then that we are going to avoid in the next episode But we won't tell you what it is.
0: Tune in. (laughs) Until next time, cheers. Cheers.